0: Long Talk Radio.
1: To Pastor Person, Minister King, Reverend Grant, officers, Members, and our guests. Good morning. Here are your announcements for this week. Thanks again to Sister Latanya, Minister King, and their crew for all of their work last Sunday on the summer system and to everyone who helped set up, serve, and especially clean up. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. It was indeed a great time. I have a few thank you notes from our graduates. Train up a child in the way that he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22.6. It takes a village to raise a child as an african to, Thank you for being a part of my village. Dear Ebenezer Baptist Church, I am Amaya Cochran, the youngest granddaughter of Sarah and King Philip. I want to express my deepest gratitude for the generous graduation gifts you presented me with. Your thoughtfulness and support as I embark on this new chapter in my life means the world to me. Your constant prayers and encouragement have played a significant role in shaping me as a young woman. I am truly blessed and humbled by your love and guidance. I remember coming to church with my brother, and we felt nothing but love. Thank you for making my graduation celebration even more memorable. Please continue to pray for me and my grandparents as I do for you all. With love, Amaya Copper this is to Ebenezer from Herschel. I appreciate everything you all do for me and I appreciate all of the gifts and support. Herschel, party. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, for all of your support words of encouragement, and positive affirmations during my time of study. God has led me along the way. Thank you for acknowledging my big accomplishments and next steps in becoming an occupational therapist. Sincerely, Dr. Jada Tolliver. We still have a couple of youth table for young vendors aged 13 to 19 for our vendor fair, please remember that they do not have to be members of Ebenisa to participate. If you have someone who fits that criteria, please see Dr. Tolliver or J. Barrett. And remember, the vendor fair is on August 5th. That's just a couple of weeks. August 5th, 2023. Our yoga class continues on Tuesdays from 10 to 11.30. Keep in mind that if you are going to join and you have not attended yet, that you must sign a waiver. If you know of anyone who would like to attend the yoga class, please invite them and let them know that the yoga class is free. The yoga class is free. Members, we encourage you to continue getting your food handlers certificate there are flyers in the front that give you the exact website it's easy you can take the test as many times as you need to to pass Uh, so please remember going down the line once we activate the kitchen you must have your food handler certificate ladies remember we are meeting briefly after morning worship so we can select our women's day chairperson Dr. Tolliver will be chairing that meeting for us. You're invited to the pastoral installation of Reverend Jonathan and Michelle Brooks on Sunday, August 20th, 2023 at 3 p.m. at the Lawndale Christian Community Church, Agape Chapel. 3827 West Ogden Avenue in Chicago. This is the son of Ebenezer. You know when he uh, left here, he went to. He eventually became the pastor of Canaan Community Church, and he is now moving on and becoming the pastor of Londell Christian Community Church. Let us support this son of Ebenezer. And finally, Ebenezer, please note. That the office will be closed this week to give our office staff some much-deserved time off. Amen. (laughs) You can still call and leave us a voicemail if you need to. Uh, There will be one member in the office one day this week, but if if you need to, you can go ahead and call and leave us a voicemail. We will be back in the office next. Those are your announcements for this week. If you have not already done so, if you're sitting here in the um, sanctuary position, remember to turn your electronic devices to silence. Thank you.
2: Let's just say, Amen. Amen. Again, let's 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 uh, pray for our office staff if they get a chance to take a break. They have been working very very hard, and uh, we're glad. Uh, They understand the wisdom of self-care, amen? Come on, it's self-care. Got to take a break. Looking at paper and pencil all that time can drive you back. And uh, uh, we're we're certainly supporting them in their time. So uh, we wish them Godspeed this week. Also, I want to just emphasize the import of making this year's vendor fair the best we have ever had. Now, I need a little more enthusiasm. Now, we, 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 the way in which we make it the best ever is that you do your part to make certain that at least ten to fifteen of your friends come out to the vendor fair. That means spread the word, Ebenezer. Spread the word so that we can have a awesome, awesome turnout. And then also at the same time, pray that we continue to have this good weather. Amen? Amen, for a lot of reasons. And we're continuing to praise God for the work that is going forward uh, on our building. Uh, They have, looks like they have finished this side of the building's gutters, and they are working on this side, Uh, the building gutters, and then they'll be doing the roof, I believe, later in the week. So we praise God for that. And then after that comes the chimney and the the bricks that need to be um, taken care of. What they call that when they do the brick? uh, Tuck pointing, tuck pointing, tuck pointing. Uh, And then just pray for the continued safety uh, and preservation of our area. And then pray for those folks that are trying to take stuff that don't belong to them for our, uh, our renovation. We had an incident this past week where somebody decided that they needed uh, plywood more than us. And so they took it uh, from the parking lot. that's one of the reasons we now have to put a lock on the gate, because uh, folks are claiming stuff that don't belong to them. So, uh, you know, these are the times in which we live. There ain't no shame for even stealing from the church, but it's gonna be all right. Amen. Amen. Uh, amen. I just want to make mention a couple of things. Uh congratulations is due to Jaconda Jefferson. Her book, Conversations with Myself, appeared on Amazon. Congratulations. Uh take a look, Aganda. Uh it's for adults, so Y'all support, I said that Purposely, it's for adults uh, uh, But uh, We thank God for the gift of writing That God has given to you And it's on Amazon, y'all It's on Amazon You can get it today or order it Also, we have some other authors In the building, I know Brother Ron Barnes uh, Will be having a table At the vendor fair, he's going to be Selling his books Uh, He has four, I'm aware Of at least four books uh, y'all don't, y'all don't, I don't know if y'all really know Brother Ron Barnes. The brother is, just buy his book. I, don't want, I just buy his book. Got all the credentials. Has written four wonderful books, and I thank you for the gift of you giving me two of them. I guess I have to pay for the other two. But, uh, uh, but no, I know we're going to get them to me, but we want to certainly support all of our authors Uh, in uh, our faith community. Let's stand now as we welcome one. First of all, do we have any guests in the building today? Any guests in the building? Anybody here for the first time? Uh, Been a while, been a while. good to see Gina in the house. Good to see Gina. Congratulations to you on your accomplishments. Graduating with a master's in psychology, is that correct? In counseling, that's the thing. Did y'all hear what she said? A degree, a master's degree in counseling. I think we need some counseling here in Ebenezer. Some counseling services here at the church. Praise the Lord! Congratulations to you, Regina. Congratulations to you. Let's now stand. Let's welcome one another as we pass the peace of Christ
1: in the morning
0: light eyes. I'm saying you got heavy on my heart. Oh, and I'll get you. And the world will
1: me And
0: i going to salvaini ti poi come to Don't to be, what to be.
2: past week, as I celebrated my 60th appearance around the sun. And I want to thank that person, uh, a friend of mine, a uh, younger person that said, you that old? I thought you was like 45. That made my day. That made my faith. I thought you were 45. Praise the Lord. Let's continue with worship this morning. Whatever it is. When I'm down
0: though, whatever it is, whatever
2: it is, it won't let me. It won't let me. Hallelujah. Sometimes you gotta thank God for whatever. You know it's not me. You gotta thank God for whatever it is. My, My my, Hallelujah. Next to give, that number is 312-779-0146. Again, next to give, 312-779-0146. You can also give by mail or drop your gifts off right here at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And last but not least, you can give via mail or quick pay. That phone number is 773 nine six zero nine zero two eight again seven seven three nine six zero nine zero two eight amen amen uh let us get ready for the offering We're quickly quickly uh, we did mention thank you uh Bunch for missing for the summer sizzle uh we we do want to let you guys know that uh, i'm already like planning ahead for next year planning ahead for next year so, so, see, we did bigger and better. because we, yeah. we, we, we we did some stuff that we, you know, we was we being you know, trying to keep it within certain things. But we're going to do what we do next year. So just keep that in mind. It's going to be big. Y'all get ready. Y'all get ready. But everybody going to have a part to play. Amen. 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 Let us pray for the offering. Amen. Father God, we thank you in advance for everything that you are about to do in this place. God, we thank you now for what you've already done. God, we just want to say thank you for everything that you've done for us in this place. We ask that you would bless this offering, bless both the gift and the giver, that we may continue to do what you have placed for us in this kingdom. We pray now in
1: Jesus' name. Amen.
2: our worship experience, we are opening the altar. Uh, If you'd like to stand uh, in intercession on behalf of someone else, we invite you to stand as we lift those names, those sacred names that are on our prayer list, those who have requested prayer. We are mindful. That there is power in prayer. Let me say that again. We are mindful that there is power in prayer. So we pause in our service to lift up these names. Lindsay mayfield marguerite jones doris robertson Deacon chester cole praying for elise grant alfred moore al and mary burton praying for mary sumter sarah phillips and shirley anderson and mary alexander we're lifting up Reverend James Thompson, Bernetta Pearson, Michael Jones Jr., Ernestine Rowe, Lily Turner, Myrtle Gunn, Tedder Blevins, who is present with us today. We're praying for Sadie Turner, Leonard Tolbert, Willie Winley, Brenda Charles McLaughlin, John Lewis, Monica Pernell, Willie Mae Davis, thanking God that Marlena is with us. Marlena, we're praying for you continuously. Beverly Bolden, Myosha Sprague, Rhonda Brown, Jack Spence, Vir- Lee Daniels, Lee Stevenson, Laura Conwell, Maisie Jordan, Aaron McCray, Irma Johnson, Edgar, Shanita Johnson, Latrice Jones, Maxine Olsey, Marina Payton, Joseph Harris, James Simmons Jr., Jennifer Ward, and Tasha McShann. Praying for Irene Brown, Sean Hart, Linda Mayfield, Marlene Cohen, Nikita Franklin, Randy Estes, Marvin Locke. Praying for the Children of the Omaha Hospital. Praying for Pamela Veronica Morris. Lifting up Brother Robert Martin. Praying for Vivian Peak and her family. Want her to know that your faith community stands with you. Many have asked if we're going to have a memorial service or some sort of tribute, and these, yeah. And we'll give you the details later as we celebrate our brother-beloved, Kenneth Sexton. I believe there's some witnesses in this place that can say through it all. Through every single thing you've had to deal with and go through, that you've learned trust in Jesus and you've learned to trust in God. Through it all, is there a witness in this place? Through it all, we've learned to depend upon His Word. Let us pray, eternal God our Father, we come to you this morning. Lifting to the vaulted ceilings, those whose names we have uttered here in faith, God, we're asking, oh God, that You would touch each and every one of them as only You can, God, whatever they. Stand in need of is it physical restoration, or mental restoration, or financial restoration, or whatever it may be. God, we ask that you place them at the point of their need, cause them to know, oh God, that you have promised that you will never leave us nor forsake us. That even if we have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Thou art with us. You whip us through every up and every down. You whip us through the valley experiences as well as the mountaintop experiences. You all whip us even when we can't break you. So God, right now we ask that you touch these, our people, in a mighty, mighty way. That you bless this congregation, oh God. Bind us together, oh God. Bind us together as we seek to do the work that you've given to our hands. God, you have appointed us to be here for such a time as this, oh God. Call all that we do, oh God, not to bring credit to our individual name, but it might bring honor and it might bring glory to your name. Because, God, we stand... And that you are worthy. You are worthy of the praise. So God, we say thank you. Thank you for what you have done. Thank God for what you are doing. But Lord, we say thank you for what you will be doing in his place and in our lives. God, you brought up a mighty law brought us a mighty long way and we don't believe that you brought us this far just to bring us this far so God we're trusting and we're believing in your word and so no matter what may come our way we will be able to have a testimony on our lips that
0: threw it all through it all we learn to trust in you through it all. We've learned to stand on your word through it all. We've
2: learned to depend upon your word. And so God, we lift now this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon and place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God we pray and for His sake we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. You may be seated in his presence. Oh, I've learned to trust in Jesus.
0: I've learned to trust in God. Not an hour or another day, Lord, I need you right away, if I never need you. best friend I know in me, if
3: I stretch my hand to
0: thee, come rescue me, I need you alive, uh, away, yeah. the agony of being alone. Make a way Make a way Make a way Make a way
2: You always make a way Lord, yes you do You always make a way Lord, yes you do No worries, no doubts, no fears I need
0: you. Lord,
3: I need you. Right
0: away, Lord, I need, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Right away.
2: the king on the sound machine. We we got it. We ought to, ought to use it. We got the tools. in might as use it. Hey Amen. I need you. want to speak from the subject setting the record straight. Setting the record straight. Matthew 5 and 43 and 44 says, ye have heard that it has been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. I'm sure you would agree with me that the world is bombarded with so many falsehoods. Information comes at us like a flood, and we are caught in a whirlwind of doubt as we try to figure out what is true and what is false. And I'm not just referring to the political arena, though that is a good place to start. We certainly have lived long enough to know that deception, twisted truth, and outright lies are a sad part of politics. But we can't blame our elected officials for all the trash that gets circulated. For our computerized world has opened the door for anyone to share fabrications. They can take your picture of you and record a sound of you and put it out on the internet and you will think that really is you saying what they said. The broad brush of human rights allows people to paint any picture he or she sees, and too often without ramifications and consequences. In our world, you can say what you want to say. Do what you want to do with seemingly without any consequences. But this is not something that is new. Surely that was what was going on during Jesus' earthly ministry. The Jewish hierarchy, you know those two, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, were responsible for interpretation of the law of Moses. If they said their interpretation of the law was correct, then everyone had no choice but to follow. The problem was that there were, they were cunning in their interpretation. They would often avoid the true spiritual meaning of God's law. Here enter Christ on the scene. He is teaching his new disciples a new interpretation of the old law. He doesn't want to abolish the law. He doesn't want to destroy the law. He wants to fulfill it. In his first sermon to his disciples, known as the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus sets the record straight on a lot of falsehoods from murder to adultery to divorce to forgiveness and finally to our broad responsibility in our relationships with each other. Jesus is addressing each of these false interpretations of the law, beginning with these same words. And I like these words. Jesus said, ye have heard. Ye have heard, thou shalt not kill. Ye have heard, thou shalt not commit adultery. Ye have heard, thou shalt not divorce except for the cause of fornication. Ye have heard an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. The Pharisees were notorious for their interpretation of these laws. And they would swear their interpretations were correct. And if someone challenged them, They would swear to it. And they would say, we swear that nothing except actual murder is forbidden by the sixth commandment. They would declare their truth by heaven or earth or Jerusalem in much the same way that we swear on the Bible. But if they became personally trapped by their own interpretation of the truth, they would argue that because God himself was not mentioned in the old, The oath was not binding. In other words, Ebenezer, they gave themselves an out. And for those of you who love golf, they gave themselves a mulligan. In his first and important sermon to his disciples, Jesus addresses each of these laws from the perspective of a perfect God who never errs. He was there to set the record straight. Jesus said, he have heard. But here's the real deal. First, Jesus teaches that thou shalt not kill includes all rash or reckless anger towards other. He says that calling someone a fool is just as murderous as killing them. Then Jesus teaches that adultery by lustful thought is just as damning as adultery by action. Next, he teaches that marriage is a permanent spiritual commitment. Then Jesus teaches that the old eye for an eye law called the law of retaliation does not have to be exercised. A man or a woman can choose to suffer an injury for the sake of peace and turn retribution over to the Lord. In other words, the victim can choose to bear ye one another's burdens. And so fulfill the law of Christ. But there's one more ye have heard, that Jesus covered in his Sermon on the Mount. And that's the one I want to delve into in detail. It says, ye have heard that it has been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Love your enemies. Let me, let me, let me just be transparent. That ain't one of my favorite scriptures. I, I call that an ultimate challenge. The Jewish teachers of the day taught that the word neighbor signified only those who were on, uh, were of their own cult, country, nation, and religion. It included only those whom they were pleased to consider their friends. But Jesus, Jesus expanded the definition. Why, Jesus, you expand the definition of neighbor to include everybody. I did say that wasn't one of my favorite scriptures. But I yield. Jesus says, love your enemies and bless those who curse you. That's a difficult one. We grew up as children in societies that glamorize and fight. We see it on our TVs. Our children hear it in the music and play it on video games. Our idea of blessing someone as as it relates to an enemy is something altogether different. We don't bless them. We bless them out. But here when you bless someone, it requires you to speak. Christ is saying, speak softly to the one who curses you. Don't get caught up in an argument that you cannot win. It's just not worth it. For you are playing with fire, and before you know it, you will be the one to get burned. Jesus had just taught the disciples that blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely
1: for my sake but his word hadn't sunk in yet it hadn't sunk in
2: the lives of christ's followers It didn't sink in that they would have to live by nobler principles than the rest of the world. because we are called to be in the world, but not of the world. And so you may be sitting there asking, well, how, how are you we blessed by persecution? That's exactly the point. What better opportunity is there to act Christ-like than to respond in a Christ-like manner and thereby set a higher example of how to live as a disciple of Jesus Christ? Because Jesus said, if you love them which love you, What reward had he? Jesus said, even the sinners do that. In other words, Jesus said, if you love those who love you, how hard is that?
1: A Christian's life
2: should back up what he believes. We should avoid disputes and strife, especially among each other. We should be characterized by humility selflessness and sacrifice. We ought to reflect the one whom we claim to represent. We ought to be doers of the word and not hearers only. We ought to help and not hinder. We ought to care and not condemn. We ought to bless and not burden. Second, Jesus said, Jesus said, do good to them to hate you. That right there, that ain't one of my favorites either. I know I must be the only one in this building that feel that way, but I'm just going to be honest, Dude, people in my life that absolutely hated me. I know everybody loves you, all of your friends, all of your circles, all of your connections. You ain't never had nobody hate you, hate you, but if you were honest in this room, do I got any honest people in this room? You you got some folks that just couldn't stand the look of you. And
3: Jesus said,
2: do good to them. They hate you. Jesus says that while others render evil for evil, we are charged to render good for evil. We are charged to perform all the real kindness we are capable of, not just with words, but also with deeds. We've all had conflicts with people in our social circles. Maybe they said something to offend us, or worse, they did something to harm us. The carnal or flesh side of us wants to retaliate and get even, or at the very least, to separate ourselves from them. But if we call ourselves Christian, Christ says it's not our decision to make. He says we should respond Kindness. Do unto others what you would have them to do unto you. Go, 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 go the extra mile. And take action to resolve any conflict. If, if you're motivated by the love of God and anointed by the Spirit of God and guided by the hand of God, there is only one avenue to take. And that's the narrow road. Leave the broad road to the foolish, for it can only lead to destruction. Here's a real good reason to serve your enemies. The ones who think poor thoughts of you and plot against you, you should show kindness toward them, because Christ showed kindness towards you. He forgave you. So you should forgive them. Fast forward to Paul's entreaty to the church of Rome. Paul says, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him a drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Now here's some of y'all thinking, y- y'all thinking that that text means that they're going to be coals for the coals on their head. You you can resonate with that scripture because you, you, you'd like to see some of your enemies burn. But, but but that's not what Paul meant here in this text. Allow me to explain. It was the custom to keep a home for, for fire burning for cooking and for heating. It was easier than trying to start a new fire. And individual communities kept a big fire burning on the outskirts of town, and everyone went there to get hot coals. They would carry the coal home in a blanket on their head.
1: Do you get it?
2: Paul was saying that giving your enemy food and water was like giving him hot coals to keep his home warm and to feed his family. He wasn't talking about burning your enemies up. He was talking about keeping your enemy happy, warming your enemy with the love of Christ. Your actions may just cause him or her to feel ashamed on their own. Because people of God, remember this. We are not called to hurt. We are called to heal. We are called to restore. Finally, Jesus says, pray for them, which despitefully use you and persecute you. This one right here. It's a harbor, too. Well, what do you mean, preacher? Well, there's so many other things I got on my prayer agenda. And by the time, this is what we say internally, by the time I get down my prayer agenda, I get sleepy and I ain't got time to pray for my enemy. Okay, raise your hand if your enemies are at the top of your list. Other than Mary Alice gray Grant. My enemies ain't at the top of my list. But Jesus said, pray for them. Which despitefully use you and persecute you. Have let me ask you a question. Have Have you ever been used? M- maybe you caught the blame for something that you did not do, or or maybe you were tricked into helping someone who really didn't need your help at all. Or or or, 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 or perhaps you got like the young folks say. Maybe you got played. Using someone uh, for the wrong reasons is malicious. At the least, it's unpleasant to be on the receiving end of this type of offensive behavior because it hurts. And our carnal flesh wants to take action immediately. The flesh wants to jump at an enemy and set him straight. But remember that God's expectations of us are far greater than those of our enemies. Jesus says our immediate reaction should be to pray for them. Lay aside your hurt and monetary unpleasantness of being victimized and take the higher role. Pray for those who hurt you. We often mentally disregard the power of prayer because its results are often not immediately visible. We want to see God destroy our enemies. But prayer is more than just a request we make to God. It's a stabilizing force for us as well. When we We are releasing our troubles, but we are also relinquishing our actions and our attitudes. We like to say in the church, "Turn it over to the Lord, and He'll work it out." But we must believe it, or our prayers will not benefit us. I know that you want God to let you deal with it, because. In your time frame, God, take too long. But God is saying to his word, letting go is not easy. Take practice. And that's the trouble with too many Christians, not enough prayer practice. Prayer should be our lifeline, not our last resort. You know, that's what I, I hate to hear. Sometimes folks say, well, all I can do is pray. That was the first thing you should have been doing. Prayer is our lifeline, not our last resort. Try making it the first thing you do. When anger wants to have its way, when people step on your spiritual shoes, here, here's what I got out, out of this lesson from Jesus. The only way for me to conquer evil is to never allow evil to conquer me. And I pray that you get the same message. The the old hymn writer said, plant my feet on higher ground. That's where your spiritual armor comes into play. That breastplate of righteousness will protect your heart from attack. That helmet of salvation will keep your mind fixed on Christ. Those feet shod with the word of God will keep you from running headlong into trouble. But you must wear your armor for it to work. You can't leave it hanging in the spiritual closet. Until you think you need it, Jesus came to set the record straight. Love your enemies. Do good to them. Pray for them. Pour out kindness for them. You just might be the one who leads that sinner in a new direction. You might be the one who leads that saint into a new direction. For if you're grounded in Christ, no enemy can uproot you. If you're shielded by Christ, no enemy can destroy you. If you are anchored in Christ, no enemy can overthrow you. If you are committed to Christ, no enemy can conquer you. If you're sheltered in Christ, no enemy can subdue you. And the only way, the only way conquer evil is with good. So let's set the record straight. The word of God for the people of God. And all of God's people said, amen. We're going to open the doors of the church today. Perhaps there's someone here today that recognizes uh, they, they need to have a genuine and meaningful relationship with jesus christ if you don't have a church home if you don't have a place that you can call your own we're opening the doors here in ebenezer for you to make your commitment to the lord if you have never been saved if you have never uh accepted jesus christ we're sending an invitation to you to join with us here. church is there one say amen is there one today to him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to send you for his father with exceedingly great joy, to the all-wise the dominion and power, honor and glory, now henceforth forth and forevermore, in the name of the Father, and the name of the Son in, in the name of the Holy Spirit, amen, amen,
0: church, amen, has spoken. let the church say, let
3: the church say amen.